Welcome to Friends with Friends, a podcast dedicated to reliving and recapping every hilarious and heartfelt moment of Friends. I'm Chris, a dedicated Friends enthusiast who can't stop quoting Chandler lines. And I'm Amy, also a Friends addict. I'm glad I finally found a purpose for my constant, slightly obsessive rewatching of the show. Friends may have gone off the air 13 years ago, but we're here to analyze every moment from the beginning. Today, we're starting with Season 1, Episode 1, also known as The Pilot. All right, so let's go over the recap of the first episode. Okay, so in the first scene, Monica, Joey, Chandler, and Phoebe are sitting in Central Park. Right, and then Ross comes in and looks depressed. So we find out that Ross is in the process of getting divorced, and it turns out his wife is a lesbian. And everybody's shocked that he didn't know. Certainly not an ideal situation. After that, we see a bride walk into the coffee house. Yeah, and did you notice Rachel's voice sounds more high-pitched, I think, than normal? It seems like she talks weird in this episode. I did not notice that. I did notice that they certainly are playing up the spoiled aspect a lot more. Throughout the seasons, you see her definitely get more mature. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we find out that Rachel is one of Monica's old friends from high school, and she was in the middle of her wedding when she decided to walk out. Right. Apparently, she was marrying some guy named Barry and didn't actually want to marry him. She found a little teapot thing more attractive. What did she find more attractive? I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's definitely something weird that she mentioned. There was definitely something weird. I I can't remember either, though. We'll have to look that up. So, So, since Monica was the only friend not invited to Rachel's wedding, Rachel decided to try to find her. Which she did find her, and it got pointed out that she wasn't invited, but Monica took it pretty well. So, in the next scene, they're all back at Monica's apartment, watching a soap opera, while Rachel's on the phone trying to explain to her dad what happened. And there are some interesting comparisons to shoes and hats, and Rachel's dad doesn't really seem to understand why she left. That's true, and Ross points out that he could see the confusion. Next, we see Ross asking Joey and Chandler for help putting the furniture together, and then Monica's infamous date shows up, also known as Paul the Wine Guy. Paul the Wine Guy! So, the next scene, Ross is trying to put together some furniture, and Joey and Chandler are trying to help, but they're not super great at it. And Ross is getting depressed in everything he sees. Yeah, everything seems to remind him of his divorce, and he's not thrilled about his life. Uh, Joey encourages Ross to grab a spoon as a symbol of different flavors of women, I guess. It, it was a little weird. That is a little odd, but Joey's a little odd. All right, so next we go back to Monica's apartment, where Rachel is trying to apologize to Barry via voicemail. She keeps getting cut off, so there are quite a few voicemails that she's going through. Yeah, which is pretty funny because you think she's on the phone with him at the beginning. And yeah. then she, you see her call back to leave it on the voicemail. I guess she's a little desperate to make him understand. All right, so cut to Monica's date at a restaurant with Paul the wine guy. Paul the wine guy. Paul goes into quite the story about how his wife cheated on him, and he hasn't been able to uh, perform in quite some time. Two years, I think it was. It was two years, and that does definitely seem like a fifth-day reveal, not a fourth-day <laughs> reveal. Well, to be fair, Monica did spit out her drink. She was so shocked. I'd be shocked, too. <laughs> quite the revelation. All right, so the next morning, everyone's in Monica's apartment eating breakfast. Rachel attempts to make coffee to show that she can take care of herself, but it's so horrible, Joey uses it to water a plant. And I would imagine that plant probably died, but you know. 
Yeah, I don't think plants like coffee. And then Paul and Monica have to do the walk of the shame. And then everybody gets ready to leave for their jobs. And Rachel is shocked to find out that people actually have a job to go to every day. Which seems a little bit hyperbolic, that she would have no idea what a job is or that people do them. Yeah, I guess they're trying to just make the point that she's pretty sheltered. All right, so then we go to Monica's work. So obviously she's a chef, so they're at a restaurant. She's cooking beside another chef who reveals that she also knows Paul the Wine Guy very well, and she also helped him get over his performance issues. Yeah, which is where Monica kind of figures out that uh, she got used. Yep. Cut to the coffee shop with all of them gathered around, and they just can't believe that Monica was that naive, that she didn't know it was a line. Particularly Joey, who keeps pointing out that she should have known that that was a line. Next, Rachel walks into the coffee shop and she's really excited about something. So you might assume that she got a job or did something important that day. But nope, it turns out she just bought some boots. Well, she bought them with daddy's credit card, so... She didn't quite buy the boots. Right. So then she has to learn a tough lesson and the friends convince her to cut up all of her credit cards. Right. Later that night, it's just Ross and Rachel sitting on the couch in the apartment. When Ross confides in Rachel that he's had a crush on her since high school and he didn't think that she knew about it. She definitely knew about it. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. But Ross is pretty proud of himself for saying it and he says that he grabbed a spoon. Yeah, I think he actually offered to uh, to ask her out later, which is a weird thing to do. Right. But, you know, it's Ross. He's a little bit awkward. All right. Time to get into Phoebe's favorite moment, which is just our favorite scene from the episode. So I'm a big fan of Chandler. So my favorite moment was when uh, we first meet Paul the wine guy. And everybody says, hey, Paul, Paul. And then Chandler pops up out of the back and goes, I'm sorry, Paul was it? <laughs> that was a good moment. My favorite moment was actually from Phoebe, which she's not normally my favorite character. But in this episode, Phoebe is asked if she wants to help assemble Ross's furniture. And her reply was simply, well, I wish I could, but I just don't want to. <laughs> Yeah, I think we all want to do that when somebody asks us to help with stuff like that. Yes, definitely. All right, next we're going to talk about Ross's regrettable moment, which is just something weird that we noticed in the episode. So do you want to go ahead and start? Yeah. When Rachel first shows up in the house, Monica introduces her to everybody in the group and then says, obviously, you know my brother Ross, except she knows Chandler. Chandler was best friends with Ross and... That is true. We do see in flashbacks later that she does know Chandler. And they kiss in one of the flashbacks later. So they definitely met. Good point. And when you say house, I think you mean coffee shop. I definitely meant coffee shop. <laughs> All right. One moment that I thought was a little strange was when Monica was recapping her story about Paul's line to get her into bed. Ross says, I'm assuming you mean for some other reason than to get you into bed. Which is fine, except it's her brother, so it's a little weird. That is a little weird. I don't have a brother, but that seems like something we wouldn't talk about. Correct. sister, in my case. True. All right, next up is Tribbiani Trivia, which is just a fun fact about the episode. So, my fun fact was that apparently before this episode, they did a filming, um, and then with a review group, they passed out to find out how slutty they thought Monica was for sleeping with Paul the Wine Guy on the fourth day. Obviously, nobody thought she was too slutty, but... Interesting, I did not know that. All right, my fun fact is that the pilot of Friends is actually the only time where you see the full Dancing in the Fountain theme song. After the first episode, the theme song is intercut with scenes from the show, but in this first episode, you can see the entire Dance in the Fountain. 
I absolutely never noticed that before, but now that you say that, you're absolutely right. Yep. At the same test show, probably, that you found out about Monica being a slut, the audience thought that the friends seemed too unattainable by Dancing in the Fountain, and by intercutting scenes from the show, they seemed more relatable. Makes sense. Yep. So, everything after the first episode, you'll see scenes from the show. Next up is Monica's must-haves. Was it just a segment for us to discuss all the fantastic throwback clothing, songs, and TV shows mentioned in the show? So the first thing I noticed was Rachel talking on a home phone, which nobody does anymore. That is true. Everybody has a cell phone now. Yep. I don't think they know anything about iPhones yet. No. Okay, what I noticed was also from Rachel, and when she was in the apartment by herself watching TV, she talked about... But Joni loves Chachi, which not many people these days probably know what Joni and Chachi was. Good point. For So for those that don't know, uh, that was actually a scene from a show aptly named Joni Loves Chachi from the early 80s. Hmm, good to know. And finally, we'll end the show with Chandler's current questions, which is any lingering questions we have after watching. So my biggest question is, what is going on with Ross's ex-wife? They just kind of teased that she was a lesbian, and then we don't meet her. We don't know what happened. How did he find out she was a lesbian? There's a lot of things up in the air with that. Yeah, I think it's in episode two that we'll start to find out a little more about what's going on with her and maybe something in the next nine months that could be quite the life-changing thing. That's good, because the suspense is killing me. (laughs) All right, so my question is, we find out that Rachel and Monica were friends in high school. But then, for some reason, they drifted apart and haven't spoken in 10 years or so. Why did they drift apart? You know, I don't know that I've ever found an answer to that that I can remember. I'm sure it covers it at some point, but... I can't remember it either, but you can assume that Rachel kind of went off with the popular crowd and left Monica behind, but we just don't know. We don't know. Stay tuned, and we'll figure out next time, maybe. Thanks for listening to Friends with Friends. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to send us an email at info at friendswithfriends.life, not .com, or find us on social media. See you next week.